Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Looking downfield. He's got Gabe Davis over the shoulder. Caught at the 15. And he drives his way into the end zone for the touchdown. Well, Gabe Davis chatter for you. Davis posting on Instagram a highlight video and some of his stats. Feels like we're saying goodbye to Gabe today. Jeremy White, Sal Capaccio, sells in for Joe today. And Josh Schmidt's producing. Today's the day to open the franchise tag window. If the Bills wanted to keep Gabe Davis for one more run at it, if they had the room, they could franchise tag him. We, of course, do not expect that. Davis posting on his Instagram a lot of stats. And, you know, Sal, there's a, there's a point or there's a question here. There's a point to be, to be made, possibly. Maybe Davis feels underappreciated, and that wouldn't surprise me if he felt that way. He's been a good player for the Bills, and the salary cap means you often move on from good players, from players that you like. Other decisions along the way led us to this moment, this, this day where Davis ultimately leaves but one of the things I'll say to kind of kick off this conversation, if anybody wants to give us a call on this, 803-0550, I, I just want to keep saying, even though I'm I'm of the belief the Bills should move in a different direction, let him go and draft a receiver, I want to make sure I say enough times, Gabe Davis is a success story, a massive success story mm. himself and the Bills. You draft a guy four in the fourth round and he does this, that is a home run 100 times out of 100, so... It's a, it's a little bit of a good job, Bills. He's so good he can't stay, and you have to go get another one. Okay, so, you know, first I want to say that, like, you know, Gabe, you're right, 100%. Like, there, there's always this talk. It's got to be either it was a bust or a great pick, or, you know, we do that a lot with picks. Gabe Davis is a, a very good draft pick for where he was drafted. He has really, essentially, you know, Outplayed his draft status, wouldn't you say that, Jeremy? He's outplayed I, I, his draft status, right? For I would sure. even, I would even, I wouldn't go too far off of saying if he was a second round pick, it's not a bad pick. He's had a nice career. Right. He's not been perfect, but he's had a really nice career. And now you're deciding, you know, like okay, uh, you got to go somewhere else to get the big money. All right, I have I have talked to many people about Gabe Davis over the last year and a half, as you know, and you know where he fits in, what his status is, because he's just this. He is a unique guy because he's got these really good numbers where you look at and go, oh, my God, look what he's doing here. But he's not in the, amongst the elite of the league, and he's going to be a free agent. You can't pay him that. Like, it's it's a really tough spot, I think, for the team and for him. And the reason I say it for him is I'm going to tell you right now, it's 838 on February 20th, and Gabe Davis is scheduled to become a free agent in, what, 
five, six weeks. Gabe Davis still wants to be in Buffalo. I, I know that with 100% of my knowledge of everything about the situation. He would love to stay in Buffalo. This is going to come down to, though, a business decision for him and how much the Bills can make it work. Because the other part of it is the Bills absolutely would love to keep Gabe Davis. There's no doubt in my mind about that. He is, you have pointed out, you know this, he is the perfect DNA for the player that they want to have in this organization. For everything he's done, for everything he's meant, not just on the field, obviously, and some of the big plays he's made and the catches, but for what he means off the field and how hard he works. And the guy is named a team captain in only his fourth year. It's very rare under this regime for a player of his age to in contract status to be named a team captain. For final year of a, a fourth-round pick of his rookie deal, like, and a captain, like, that just speaks volumes. So I'm telling you, like, I don't completely shut the door here. Because I think there's a want to on both sides. But the issue, of course, is the money. And he's earned every opportunity and right to go out and be a free agent. He should. And Gabe, go get what you got, man. I mean, like, I, hey, whoever it is, go get what you earned. If you want to go and get paid, you've earned that. You only have a finite time in this league to go get paid. You go do that. Yep. It is hard to justify what the Bills can pay him. And I'm just wondering, like, where that is for the Bills. Where, How high would they be willing to go? Because... I don't think it's as easy to me, Jeremy. The way I read this, it is not as easy to me of Brandon Bean just going, yeah, we're not going to be able to pay him, so good luck. And, you know, hey, we're really not interested in you coming back. They're going to actually, they're going to be invested in what he's making and if they can do something to counter that. You know what I mean? So yeah. my question is where that goes. i got two names for you to think about that could be potential Davis career arcs. One is, of course, Jordan Poyer. Bills fans would say, like, hey, he thought he was going to get big money, went out of the market, didn't get it, came back. I don't think that's necessarily likely for Davis, the, the Jordan Jordan Poyer arc. But you know what might be? Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips left, got paid big money, came back. And he came back, and maybe he's in the same player. But, Sal, I'm thinking about Jordan Phillips or Shaq Lawson, for that matter. And Davis might rate more highly than them. But it's possible Davis goes somewhere for a year or two, gets paid big money, and then after that, you know, a little bit older, he's back here as a role player. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like and this is this is probably a point you bring up with Bean. Why won't he trash Davis and say we gotta get better? Because in two years that guy might be back here. You just never know. There's no reason to burn a bridge. And for Davis, I think the the, the flaws in Davis's game were whatever, if you want to say flaws or whatever they were, they were apparent for a long time, and I think the Bills are responsible for putting him in a spot he probably shouldn't have been in. He's a perfect role player for this team, and if they had drafted another guy in there to kind of help shoulder the load, then Davis wouldn't look like a guy who has come up short all the time. It's all about elevating him to a full wide receiver two status in this offense that seems to have not really worked on a level and limited their passing game. So I have I have good things to say about Davis, but I am eager to see the Bills be better at that position and maybe more diverse at that position in terms of the things you can get out of your number number one and number two receiver. I mean, we have too many conversations about digs right now. I understand that's how it works. But I'm just firmly of the belief that if they were to get a stud on the other side across from digs, this offense would be unstoppable. And I, it's one of the reasons that while you know I'm going to see people fading them this year and like all oh, the windows closing, the right receiver added to this offense and I just I think they'll be the big they'll be a wagon. How would you stop them? They'd have they'd have weapons everywhere, and their line would be coming back. I mean, their offense is almost fully built, except for 
the Davis replacement and maybe some depth at that receiver spot. Yeah, I, right. It, and how do you – it's not even just about Gabe. Like, this doesn't come down to necessarily even – there's, of course, it's the player himself. You always want to do that in the evaluation of the player. It's also the asset allocation to a number two wide receiver versus a number one wide receiver and, you know, how that gets structured, <laughs> how your team doles out its financial structure, its percentage of contracts. They're already paying big money to Stefan Diggs, of course, right? Like, how much can you spend – to spread that money around at the wide receiver room. Those are all things that you have to consider. And I'm sure that Brandon Bean is. And look, I, I and I I know like you're right. What they're you want to see them kind of be aggressive and you kind of do some different things here. But if there's one thing we learn about Brandon Bean, for right or wrong, like he's gonna try and make it work with the guys that have been a part of this group that have been successful. And you could say that that is loyalty to a fault. There's no doubt you can make that argument. Um and maybe that's happened sometimes, but a young player going into his fifth year, still young captain, all the things that we just talked about. I have every reason to believe that Brandon Bean will at least attempt and try to see if they can work something out. He's not going to go overboard, but if he can make it work out, he'll make it work out. And I think that the reaction of the fans, if, if we find out, if we find out sometime this week, sometime at the combine next week. That suddenly there's an alert, Jeremy, that you get that yep. says the Bills and Gabe Davis had agreed on a contract extension, and it's not you know twelve million a year. Let's say it's seven, eight million a year. They give him some really nice money up front. There's going to be they're going to be like there's going to be some fans that go great, love having Gabe back. There's going to be a lot of fans that go, I can't believe you did that. Like how how do you now? That's going to prevent you from doing the next thing you need to do at wide receiver. This guy, it's a polarizing situation. Sure. So I remember. I mean, the wide receiver conversation in the draft has been here for years. And I can remember last year in the offseason when they signed Deontay Hardy and Sherfield, people saying, well, so much, I guess that answers the wide receiver question. And I thought, no way. Mm. Like, they still need to add one. If it comes across like, hey, they, they, re, they re-up with Davis on a cheap deal, which would be very hard to believe because why would he do that ahead of free agency? But, you know, like entertaining the idea, if he's brought back on a cheap deal, then I can get with that as long as they, they have to draft one. The the biggest problem is, and you know, it's funny, like there's a million steps along the way to Davis ultimately leaving the Bills, if the, in fact that happens. Would you agree that the number one thing that makes him leave the Bills is that Dawson Knox got paid? Because to me, that's the, that was the moment he was gone, mm. is when Dawson Knox got paid. Now Knox is paid and they drafted a tight end, and you'll have plenty of people speculating about a Knox trade or what happens there, but... He's another one that the Bills love, right? Everything about the person that he is, the way that he works, how often he's on the field, whether they want to be multiple and 12 personnel and all this. But I felt like the day they signed Dawson Knox to a big extension was the day Gabe Davis was going to leave. Boy, I don't want to go as far as it's just the number one reason. It's certainly a part of it, though, because all that matters. I think I think restructuring Stefan Diggs' deal matters. Like how much you're investing in him now. This is why they can't trade Stefan Diggs essentially, right? They restructured his deal a couple of years ago, and he's making such a big number, and it'll be so tough to get out of. You have that. Then you have using a first round pick on Dalton Kincaid, right? I mean, that's another one. Um, the asset you use there. So I don't know, but yeah, I agree with you, Jeremy. It's certainly a part of it. Now, you could also structure a deal with Gabe Davis where maybe in a year you get out of Dawson Knox's deal, you save some money, you're a lower cap hit on Gabe, and then his money kind of replaces Dawson Knox. So I don't disagree that that's a part of it. I don't know and would say it's the number one thing. It is interesting you say about, hey, you go a couple years somewhere. You know the guy I think of for that sometimes? 
I wonder if this team, like, that feels like something, like, could happen with Harrison Phillips down the road. I yeah. was thinking about him for this. Like, they didn't want to lose him. He's He's got all the de- – like, Harrison Phillips was the guy I never – I did not th- think they'd lose because he's everything that the Bills want in a player. And then he got paid a little bit more by the Vikings and the Bills were willing to give him. The Bills went out and signed, what, Mario Addison, Quentin Jefferson that year. But I always thought to myself, that's the kind of guy that's going to play a few years somewhere else and he's going to come back to Buffalo for a few years. 803-0550. Connect with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop on Northtown Kia. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Scott in Puerto Rico, quickly. Hey, Scott. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Um, I just wanted to Good. say, I, I, I don't think we're going to keep Davis. I think his limited route tree has kind of held back the offense. And I always come back to, you remember when they lost to the Vikings last year? Patrick Peterson made a comment that said, oh, we, know what, we knew what route he was going to run. He's very limited. We kind of know what he's always going to do. And I think... Davis's limited route tree. He's only really running maybe two or three routes. I think that holds the offense back, and I think the number one priority in drafting a receiver should be getting a guy who can run, you know, four to five different routes, you know, so the secondary isn't so keyed in on them. And I'm admittedly not a college football fan. Who do you think fits that mold of a guy who has all those routes? Thanks, Scott. It's funny, like, right now there's – there, there's a lot of need for a receiver for the Bills, and there's a lot of different answers, a lot of different roads they could take, Sal. Like, who would be the best? Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Roma Dunze. But those guys are all going top ten, probably. The next name, and I don't know if you've been doing this, I've seen a lot of mock drafts where after Adunze, there's a good wait, and then there's going to be a run. And this is going to be key to watching the draft. A lot of times the fourth name I see off the board is Brian Thomas Jr. of LSU. That'd be a guy that'd be a good idea for the Bills. There's there, there's so many options. Troy Franklin. Troy Franklin, more of a, spe- a speedster, does a lot of things. Troy Franklin's another good idea out of Oregon. You know, who's the right guy that does the full route tree? I'm just starting to like really dig into all these guys. I've been watching a lot of them. You know, who separates and who doesn't? The reality is they have room for two. And whether they like a big body early and a small guy late or two middle-sized guys, separators will be key. And there's going to be no shortage of options. Javon Baker is one I'm seeing a lot from UCF. He's like he's seeing his stock move up a little bit as people start to like the idea of him. Lad McConkey. I mean, they what they don't need is slot. Shakir is already looking to like lock that down, and they have Kincaid over the middle as well. They need a boundary receiver. There's going to be a lot about vertical game and stretching the field, but but I tend to be with with the caller there about you want the guy to do everything possible, and that that's that's play on the outside. That's why you know, the idea of the day is Marvin Harrison Jr. If you can vote in our Twitter poll, um, Brian Thomas Jr. is one that I think is there's a lot of this mocking of. I think Josh Norris had it yesterday. Brian Thomas Jr. to the Bills. He is uh, he's a good idea. Pretty much consensus like fourth or fifth or sixth best receiver in this draft. That'd be the name I'd be keying in on right now. Troy Franklin's another one, Brian Thomas Jr. And we'll see like how, how this class falls because you know, so you can go in with all these ideas and then the draft starts to happen and you know it's happening to you. You've got to you've got to play the draft as much as it plays you. Thanks for the phone call. Eight oh three it'd be uh 
quite ironic or interesting or whatever if they replaced Gabe Davis with Javon Baker out of UCF as well in the middle rounds, right? Just got to go from one to the other. By the way, I think Baker started his career at Alabama, went to UCF. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, that would be interesting. There are a lot of guys there. I just I, I wouldn't close the door completely on Gabe just knowing what he feels about Buffalo and knowing what the Bills feel about him. But this is a business, and it's about finances, and I don't think the Bills are going to, you know, go to the wall to break the bank for sure. And I think, you know, if Gabe gets that opportunity, he sh- he should. He should jump on it. I mean, that's what you play this game for and to be in this position for. Yeah. One thing on Thomas, he is 6'4", so like the, the, the size of a Davis maybe, big, but he does more short stuff and has done more short stuff. Burst and speed in the open field are dev- devastating, and that's not something that we've said about Davis. Like, there's, there's burst. Davis was a get-to-top-speed guy, and then his top speed was great. They need somebody that can, that can get open a little quicker, beat man coverage maybe more frequently. Anyway, 803-0550. Thanks for the phone call. More of your calls on the other side. It's uh, it's a Tuesday, and franchise tag day in the NFL, it opens up today. They've got weeks to actually decide. And uh, we've got a rumor on a player the Bills should pursue if he doesn't get tagged. Are you ready for it? I tweeted it, Sal. Are you ready? Are you ready mm-hmm. to get back into the running mm-hmm. back business? Saquon Barkley. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Dan Graziano, is that who it was? The Bills should go after Saquon Barkley. Here we are. Oh, my God. We are back, baby. Jeremy White and uh, Sal Capaccio with you here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.